Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Rock and roll. Baby, rock and roll. Roll and roll to everyone. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I really think you should just open the show with that little hair metal melody that we just <laughs> did there. That was good. <clears throat> God gave Chad and Cheese to you. <laughs> <laughs> Gave Chad and cheese to you. God gave Chad and cheese to you. As we're listening to the, uh, what is it? The hair. Oh, there it is. Oh, Hair Nation on XM. Aldo Effin Nova. Aldo Nova. We heard that <laughs> oh on the way out. Go ahead and turn that off. If you ever, if you ever carpool with Chad, <laughs> you are instantly thrown into 1987 Man- Mansfield, Ohio oh, hair metal heaven <laughs> good god my nails are black for some reason and I'm wearing way too much Aquanet right now <laughs> welcome to the show everybody the mobile post show hangover edition of the Chad and Cheese podcast our first ever on the road Chad's behind the wheel. Yep. I'm riding shotgun. Uh, we're headed home from Nashville. On back I-65, to Indiana. Going on 80 I-65. miles an hour. Uh, FedEx RVs. This is middle America right here. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a little green on the trees, which is nice. We don't have that quite yet in Indiana. Um, pit stop at McDonald's to reload for me. I'm <laughs> ready to go. Uh, Hattie B's. After a night of Hattie B's hot chicken, <laughs> I need a little bit of equilibrium in my guts. So we're ready to do a show. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, All right. Let's do the shout outs. Right? Okay. So shout outs. It's a lot because we saw a lot of people this okay. week. All right. Number one, let's just do a quick one to uh, Team Shaker and Team Talru. Oh, yeah. And Team Uncommon who were at the uh, the Sherm show. That's right. Um, we also saw uh, Hone It. We saw Zor. We saw Job Ad X. Uh, Job Ad X. Yep. Sponsor. Yeah. We saw a lot of companies that have either been on Firing Squad or sponsors or are just friends of the show. So big shout out to them. Shout out to Laura King. A uh, attendee of our Smart Stage show uh-huh. uh, loved it. You're not as comfortable telling the, the, <laughs> the listening audience what she said to it in a direct message to you. So I'll let you decide whether or not you want to share that. Yeah, no, Lauren, we appreciate. Uh, and we, we actually had a few people come up to us and say uh, that the 18 minutes that they spent on uh, our, our Smart Stage presentations were probably some of the uh, most true, straight to the heart. Can uh, I just read it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. Uh, Chad, you followed up and said thanks for coming, and she asked questions and talked to us afterwards. Yeah. And Lauren, Lauren King said, "quote Thank you, Chad. Learned more in your 18 minute talk than I learned in the entire three days. Uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing your wisdom. We've already set up a meeting with our promotions team to dig into particulars for the Google for Jobs stuff." I've subscribed to the podcast and look forward to listening. Well, if you're listening, Lauren, thank you and uh, happy listening. We'll put in a (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No sound effects on this show. A lot of people will be very happy about that, I'm sure. 
<laughs> you will put yeah, them in. Okay. No crying babies, though, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> All right. Let's do a shout out to uh, Andrew and Rob from Sherm. Uh, not only were they very hospitable in buying us dinner uh, Rob, the second talking night. talking about Roy. Oh, Roy. Rob Roy. <laughs> Rob Roy. He's, he's Scottish, right? No, he's not. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Did I mention we've been on a four-day social bender, if you bender. will? So, you know, I'm not quite as sharp as normal. <laughs> so, yeah, Roy. Sorry about that. And he's a Marine, too, so he may come whoop my ass. Uh, shout out to Frenchie. The Frenchie, Hamlin. Hamlin the dog. Hamlin. I'll let you take this because you just love the four-legged animals. This is this is the funniest shit ever. So Taru brought a an Instagram star to their booth, and they had people lined up to get their picture taken with uh, Hamlin, the Frenchie Instagram star dog. Right. So Joel and I obviously had to do it as well, and we had a what I'd like to call a stepbrothers moment. That's what we were going for. I, I, and, I, hope, I think we pulled it off. I'm guessing most of our listeners know Step Brothers yes. and the promotional pictures for the movie where they're sort of in the sweaters, sort of the 80s <laughs> high school photo <laughs> opportunity, the hand on the shoulder, oh, yeah. the looking up. And we added a dog a to dog, that photo. Yes, so yes. we've got Hamlin. more than enough you guys are creepy as fuck comments yes. from that and that's kind of what we were going for well, so if you haven't seen that on social media go check it and, out and i'm hoping that tal rue takes it to the next step and gets that done in like an oil painting and they can put it like in their lobby because <laughs> it has their logos behind it it'd be perfect <laughs> or yeah or maybe when we go do unplugged they could have a big ah, picture of that uh, behind us like for that. the uh, for the show I yeah like that, that was that was good stuff. Shout out to smart recruiters. Oh, uh, we always fall for this. We're suckers. Top ten we lists. You know, must listen podcasts, yeah. etc. So they were pretty nice. Uh, smart recruiters said, "Quote: The show listens like classic morning radio, with irreverent attitudes and frequent sound effects, which is a nice change of pace for an industry known for buttoning up." Enjoy, but headphones is a must. Headphones are a must if you are at work or around the kids. Yes. I like that. That's yeah, a pretty yeah. good synopsis no, of the right. show. I mean, we take a boring-ass industry and sex it up. <laughs> sex it up is a little bit, a little bit aggressive, no, no, I no, think. No, no, no. I like sex it up. We, uh, yeah, we pimp it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maurice. Mo. Staffing tech. That's your right. boy. Give him a shout-out. Man, Maurice Fuller. We also... Uh, Hopefully, we're in a very loud after party, and we did an interview with him. Hopefully, uh, that'll be good enough quality-wise to send out. But Maurice, uh, great show, man. Uh, didn't get a chance to stay for the whole thing, but it's uh, what we did get to see was uh, pretty awesome. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll round up the shows here in a yep. minute. But, yep. uh, yeah, the uh, the staffing group is quite a ruckus bunch uh, as opposed to the oh, TA, yeah. the oh, TA yeah. crowd. Yeah. So we're hoping that the audio will come through from uh, – the frat party that was the staffing <laughs> tech uh, after hours. Uh, can't believe I didn't start with this. Uh, shout out to Abby Cheeseman. Abby Holy Cheeseman. Cow. She looked so good in that Chad and Cheeseman. She did. Shirt. She did. Spelled correctly. Yeah. No E after the S. I wish people would get that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, longtime listener, first time meeting her, uh, a pleasant girl, skill scout, t shirt wearer, uh, all around cool chick i yes, think yes. for sure yeah and, and, and elena had better also get us some some social love after she gets her t-shirt from abby 
Yeah, we won't go into the whole T-shirt battle with uh, <laughs> with Elena. Uh, apparently, I got there, you. I got you. There are hoodies that are locked up in a vault somewhere <laughs> that you have to uh, go way above and beyond to get. So Elena is re- pretty stingy with the uh, the swag. Yep. But hopefully, I can eventually get a, a, a Skill Scout T-shirt. Uh, shout out to Brian and Brad. Um, currently our favorite Canadians that aren't, that aren't female. Uh, yeah, a couple Canucks from Vancouver. Uh, we'll talk about them in the news the news uh, items, but they joined us for some hot chicken. And if you haven't had Nashville hot chicken from Maggie B's, uh, I can't recommend it anymore. Uh, I was able to get to damn hot. Yeah. I wasn't going into the uh, what the cluck or shut the cluck up territory. Yeah. But uh, So Jen yeah. Tharp from AT&T said that's her jam. The what the cluck with extra pickles, I think she said. She said that's her jam. If she can do that, I <laughs> I am not worthy. She's a hot uh, chicken the baller. Dam, the damn hot was was about as hot as I could go. <laughs> she's, a, she's a hot chicken baller. <laughs> All right. Who else do we got? I got uh, Aaron McHugh uh, joined us for dinner uh, with Shaker on the first night. Aaron she is, with a Y. Yes, Aaron with a Y. Uh, a proud... Irish heritage kind wow. of girl who likes her Irish whiskey, That's which right. is a rare thing. So I was glad to meet another Irish whiskey fan. Um, she also gave us a shout out after the show to her uh, to her friends and her brother pitches for the Houston Astros, which oh, I thought was I a nice little side note. Did not know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and let's do some rapid fire. Uh, the usual suspects: Johnny Campbell, Tim Sackett, Don, Katrina Kibbles. Uh, who else? <laughs> who else? Who else? Who else am I missing from the, uh, the usual suspects from Sherm and uh, uh, yeah, staffing I can't, shows? I can't remember. I just woke up. You just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Chad never sleeps, actually. I'm pretty convinced of that. All right. That's enough for the shout outs. It's commercial time. Finding the right fit is important. When you're deciding on shoes for a long day at the trade show, when you're picking the right podcast for your commute, and most importantly, when you're looking for the right candidate. With JobAdX, you can attract more relevant, engaged candidates to your jobs by harnessing the best in ad tech targeting. From predictive industry analysis and keyword click data to premium first page placement and reducing redundant applications, our candidate targeting technology ensures that you're reaching talent that's as interested in working with you as you are with them. Now with in-ad video and multimedia, you can share your employer brand story and company culture with job seekers so they can visualize themselves in your office, all hands meeting, or axe throwing team building adventure, all without navigating away from your job posting. Increased engagement makes for fewer steps between job seeker and new team member. Ready to ramp up your job advertising campaigns with the best in ad tech? Visit our new website at www.jobadx.com. That's J-O-B-A-D-X.com. Attract, engage, employ with JobAdX. Oh, and happy anniversary to our favorite dangerous dudes. Thanks for all the traffic, shoutouts, and good laughs. JobAdX proudly team chat and cheese in 2019. It's showtime. So let's get to uh, a show wrap-up. Uh, just to reiterate, we spent the whole week, four days, between uh, Sherm Talent and Staffing Tech here in Nashville, Tennessee. Chad, what were some of your takeaways from the shows? The, the, the Gaylord is a big fucking place, number one. It's a big fucking maze that 
made me feel like a rat it's in a trap. Like a casino. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It is. It's like a, it's like a casino in Vegas Very where you get, you get lost. Yeah, but there there's no but but there's no gambling. So yeah, there was that. So uh, pretty that, sure Brandon Frazier and uh, the Weasel are in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they were lost. I thought it was really interesting because this year it seemed like literally there were double the amount of people. I don't know if it was because the space where the conference was was tighter, but it seemed like from a, from a vendor standpoint, there were more vendors. It also seemed like there just were more attendees as well. So that was pretty awesome. Like it was that. very well attended. Yeah. Very well attended. Sure made a lot of money on that show. I, I, think. And I think say, it's, yeah. It's probably speaks to the health of the economy and uh, what hiring's doing that there were so many people. And Nashville's kind of a cool place like it it's, it's not nash or it's not vegas it's sort of a, a new newer unique place to come so i'm sure a lot of people made the trip to nashville yeah smart stage was also pretty cool uh so we didn't have like a formal kind of presentation we had one of the smart stage present actually two smart stage presentations and uh got a shitload of people i mean standing room only in some cases uh had a good time and had a lot of good interaction uh, I think HR just loved love to hear us. Yeah, so these were sort of TED talky, eighteen yep. uh, minute, um, really specific, focused topics. Uh, the first day we spoke on our automation and AI. Second day we talked about sort of Google, uh, one platform to rule them all. I think yeah. was the topic of that. Those and, podcasts will come out. Yeah, and that was day two towards the end, and that was pretty well attended. So that was um, I was pretty impressed with that. I thought it was going to be in pretty empty room, but there were a lot of people that came out. Yeah, for that. I got to say that too for Sherm is that. You know, usually around that time, you wouldn't be able to get a crowd like that that late. I mean, we were the second to the last presentation. Um, but, yeah, we got a shit ton of people. So that was that was awesome. So great job uh, on uh, on Sherm for that. Yeah. A lot of feedback, too. I heard on um, the speakers were pretty top notch. Yeah. You know, we we spent a lot of time with the vendors just because that's our, our thing. But uh, the people we talked to were really complimentary of some of the presentations. Uh, Johnny Campbell, in particular, yep. uh, we did a, an interview with him. He talks about a uh, presentation that really moved him. So the quality continues to be up. Although there were no super big names, they did a really good job of, I guess, getting some you know, needles in the haystack, some uh, secret gems there that people oh, don't know about. Do, so. do you have to mention the Ellis brothers, though? Torn Ellis and James Ellis. <laughs> yeah, they look just uh, alike, too. <laughs> they look just alike. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the collection of orange skinny ties that James Ellis owns yes. is very impressive. And Torrin's beard is getting uh, is getting impressive as well. Very impressive, yeah. I think shout a, out to that. Almost, almost out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I feel that's like, good like maybe a competition is in order. <laughs> Torrin till uh, January first, twenty twenty. Let's see how crazy wow. we can get these beards. That's that's horrible. Yeah, that's so, bad. So, yeah, I mean, so Sherm really had a great time at Sherm, and then we went across town, actually up, downtown. Polite Sherm talent. Yes, and then we landed in. The frat party yeah. at a staffing tech. So the feeling at Sherm versus staffing tech is so different. And, it, and it, it's not ju- it's not just because it's a different conference. It's because of the attendees, right? Yep. And, uh, I mean, pretty much everybody that was at staffing tech. Suit and tie. Suit and tie. I mean, so, you know, at least blazer or something like that. And, I mean, they're in sales mode. Yep. Uh, staffing companies, vendors. I mean, this was a very tight conference a lot of content and i mean there was a shit ton of business getting done at that conference the whole show was pretty much get buyers together with sellers 
Well, yeah, and then even it, even the presentations yes. were the vendors. Yeah, and um, and and really being able to, I think next next year, Maurice, you can get some Chad and Cheese on the stage, and we do do some panels. And I'm saying that as a as a more than one because uh, we'll dig we'll dig deeper into those guys and have some fun with it. But uh, great dude, conference, dude, man. The, the Chad and Cheese live show oh, yeah. was made for staffing tech. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like, Marriage made in heaven. Yeah, yeah. I'd say uh, we'd be a good addition to staffing. Tech. Well, it was like there were sixty or so vendors that yeah. were there, and I mean, uh, many of them I had never heard of before. Yeah, many of them. So yeah. that was that was a really good show to go to. Yeah, we're gonna have some really good firing squads coming up in the next uh, few months because there were a lot of companies that we met. Yep, startups, uh, interesting ideas that we'll get on on the show but yep. yeah that was that was really great uh two great shows i'm gonna give them two thumbs up for sure oh hell yeah uh, hopefully we'll be invited back i don't think we wore our welcome out with either one yeah. and uh we'll rock it again next year yeah everybody knows sherm but if you don't know staffing tech and you are in the staffing industry dude for me right now that is like that is like a given and and we'll we'll definitely be back if maurice will have us <laughs> maurice will have us all right you ready to get to the news let's do it all right uh, we actually have no order, I think, at this point. So okay. we'll just go down the list here. Yeah, All it's right, it's Jack- kind of hard to have order at it is. 80 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going? 82, actually. Yeah. Damn, we're going to get pulled over. All right, just a uh, quick check. We're, we're passing through Munfordville, Kentucky, <laughs> as we go <laughs> to the news. All right, Jazz HR. Jazz HR adds candidate self-scheduling to their recruiting tools. New features allow candidates to self-schedule their own interviews. What a concept. Group multiple interviews into a single interview session to simplify setting up candidates with multiple interviews. Uh, sync your Jazz HR with external calendars, such as Gmail and Office 365. Schedule and manage multiple interview events at one time. You're a big fan of this. Yeah, how can you not be, man? Put I mean, the power in the hands of the interviewee. So recruiters don't have to spend their fucking time doing this stuff. Um, just let the system do it. There's no reason why scheduling has to happen through a human being. Allow that prospective candidate or interviewee to go and pick a time that works for them and be done with it. So to have an applicant tracking system in, in Jazz HR, if you don't know out there, is uh, an SMB system. So more of the small, medium-sized businesses. This just makes good sense. And... I think anything that's lightweight, when we've talked about this with uh, with uh, Hire uh, by Google, is easy. It's an easy win for this market because they really don't have shit for tools as it is. So anything that you provide to them, they're going to be happy. So this is, a, I think, this is a huge win for Jazz and Jazz users. I think this is a perfect time to bring up one of our favorite scheduling solutions: Good Time <laughs> Dynamite. Um, Dynamite. It's, it's pretty clear that the whole. Uh, like, I'm amazed at how much scheduling and rescheduling and postponing and yeah. yada yada that, that goes on with right. human beings doing this, yeah. and it it's just ridiculous. So the more and more companies that are automating this, getting you know putting in the hands of the interviewee to figure out, and then just telling the you know the hiring company that this is when the interview is. Yes, I think that's all very healthy. It's efficient. It's time it's saving and easy. money saving. And uh, if you're if you're ATS or solution, or if you don't have any kind of automated scheduling solution, you need to probably look into that immediately so what jazz hr needs to do next because we actually talked about you know anti-ghosting or ghosting magic right anti-ghosting magic is they need to get a lightweight texting company involved now because at this point as somebody schedules 
then they receive a text and then they receive other follow-up texts to keep them warm and we have heard that you know you'll go from 20% show rate to 80% show rate just because you're staying engaged with them and we have a great well, I don't know if it's great because it's new but uh, we we have a, a a company the Canadians that just launched today Yes. So going back to Brian and Brad from uh, Canada hot and hot chicken. So yeah, we met these guys. So their not, their name is REC TXT, which is sort of a naming nightmare. Yeah. Um, to describe that to to sales on sales calls, <laughs> but at least they're not go rectex.io like some people we know <laughs> Canvas. Yeah, because that was so, so yeah, bad so, for them, right? So I went to go chat with them and see what was going on. They're like, oh yeah, we're officially launching tomorrow, which is of this recording is today. Yes. Um, so these guys sort of are selling themselves as a, I guess, a working man's lightweight, yes. blue collar uh, texting. texting solution. Yeah. Um, they also have a Chrome extension that they talked extensively about to where you don't have to leave Chrome to message folks. You can do it right there from the browser. So uh, uh, we'll get them on Firing Squad at some point here oh, in yeah. the near future. But you've heard it here first, rectext.com. That's R-E-C-T-X-T. Com. I don't know if they have the .ca for the Canadians yet or not. Uh, so if you're listening north of the border, uh, let us know if it's a .ca in your neck of the woods. I just think it's funny, like from a sales standpoint, where you're like, yeah, no, we're rectex.com. Oh, no, 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 the, without the E. No, no, the E in, in rec, but not the E in, t- oh, shit, R-E-C. You know, it's like every time they do it, they're going to have to spell yeah. it out from, from Jump Street. Do you remember Rex and effects? Yeah. And DOS effects? <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I kind of think about when I do this. But anyway, you know, when, when we when we talked to Amon Brar from Canvas, I don't know if we got this on tape or not, but he talks about, look, you know, you're going to see segmentation and specialization yes. in texting. And he said, he said basically, if you want to flip a, a quick million create a text a recruiting a text recruiting business around healthcare or drivers or salespeople yeah. or whatever it is and uh, you know you'll quickly find an exit uh, I don't know if that's exactly what these guys are in for but I think we're going to start seeing a lot of texting solutions like this moving forward yeah I think the emissaries of the world are in the fucking driver's seat right now yeah emissary a sponsor full disclosure yeah yeah, yeah. Back of the t-shirt, man. Yeah, back of the t-shirt. And you made it really big on the back of the t-shirt. Oh, fuck like, yeah. It's almost equal weight to the front of the t-shirt. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, yeah, Emissary's in the catbird seat. And I don't think they've taken money. I think they're self-funded mm. at this point. So, yeah, they you uh, and in company are in a good position right now, <laughs> if, I, if I do say so myself. They are. It's commercial time. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. It's showtime. All right, let's go to uh, Indeed in Australia. Again? Uh, Listeners... Listeners of the show will know that uh, Indeed in Australia is essentially a dumpster fire, according to their <laughs> Glassdoor reviews. Uh, a lot of unhappy employees, but looks like they're making nice with the newspaper community down there uh, in Australia and taking it to Seek, uh, clearly the number one provider there in Australia Easily, for many, yeah. many years. Yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, uh, the news is uh, ramping up multi-platform commercial arrangement with media and entertainment company uh, called Nine. That's not Nine Newspapers. It's just the company Nine. Uh, through partnerships, Indeed will use a significant chunk of its marketing budget to sponsor key print and online sections of the nine metropolitan mastheads. Again, that's the company nine, not nine mastheads. <laughs> uh, they include the Sydney Morning Herald, which I can only assume is one of the biggest, the biggest probably newspaper in Sydney. The Age, which I don't know, and the Brisbane Times. Not the Brisbane Times, as, we, as we've learned from our video, my job uh, friends in Australia. Uh, the type will include artic- uh, in-article job listings, a job forecast, an Indeed-branded content series, and a weekly, quote, ask the expert, end quote, column in the print career section of each title. Yeah. This feels like a story from 2003. It does. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know Australia's a little bit behind the times, but that would be really <laughs> behind the times. So, I mean, this is really a move for Indeed to have a, a Me Too moment against Seek because Seek has the competing or the competitor of Nine. Yes. Yeah, so Seek is com- is partnered with News Corp. Yeah. Uh, which we know all too well in America yep. with Fox and FS1 and everything. So. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same thing with probably News Corp is probably the bigger oh, yeah. entity, if I had to guess. I don't know. I, I don't know how big the uh, the papers are, but again, it does feel circa fucking two thousand one. Totally, totally, and and you know all the career builder relationships with Gannett and <laughs> McClatchy, and yeah. you know they've said goodbye to those. Well, for a few years now yeah. and, and sort of left it to the rec- recruitologies and the pandos and the job ad X's of well, the world. Well, I spoke to those guys and asked them, you know, why, you know, I, I, there's got to be some kind of, of ROI for you guys there. And, and to be quite frank, it was, it was, no, these relationships have really become a pain in the ass and, and they just aren't worth it. They were at one time to an uh. extent but they definitely are not worth it today. They're very high maintenance because you have to train yeah. salespeople at the newspaper to yeah. sell your products. Uh-huh. And, and they expect you to sell their products. And when that doesn't happen, there's like, what's the point? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering on the Indeed side because they're having problems with uh, their, their glass door and morale <laughs> and all that shit. In, you know, if they're looking to, to pretty, pretty much outsource uh, some of this uh, sales. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> for those of you bitching on Glassdoor, you won't have a job very for much longer. It's going to go to yeah. the newspaper folks so real at quick, nine. We're in we're in Kentucky, which is definitely still a feel like it's sort of the, the American outback. In America, yes, <laughs> and, and and I can't understand. There are adult superstores all over the place. Yeah, we're passing a Lions Den adult superstore. Yeah, yeah it, for it, those it, of you who know Kentucky so, and the Midwest. So, what's your point? We're in Kentucky. Yeah, that porn. was just yeah. We're we're on the road. <laughs> you were just feeling like we we weren't having a porn moment, and we needed one Commentary, there real yeah. quick. Uh, and indeed, somehow inspired that. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next story because we're clearly slipping into oblivion here. Uh, let's talk about robots at Walmart. The headline, Walmart plans to add thousands of robot helpers yes. helpers <laughs> to U.S. stores. Helpers. All right, this year, Walmart plans an aggressive expansion of technology that will automate a range of low-level tasks within its fleet of U.S. stores, freeing up its associates to do more, ready for this? Yes. Specialized work. Huh. The plan is to roll out 1,500 new autonomous floor cleaners called 
quote, Auto C. <laughs> 300 additional self-scanners dubbed the Auto S. Huh. They need a real marketing uh, yeah, person in naming these things. Okay, in addition, 1,200 more fast unloaders will automatically scan and sort items from trucks, and 900 more pickup towers are expected to retrieve customers' online orders. It means that shoppers might soon encounter robots gliding up and down the retailer's aisles, scanning for inventory, maneuvering around shelves, and scrubbing the store's expansive floor space. The story goes on to say that the people that are still left in the stores humans. will be able to have conversations and real human interactions with customers. Shall we play a game? So, yeah, I, there's no question. I mean, jobs, unloading jobs. I mean, I'm sure that's not the most fun in the world anyway, but still, those they're going to be jobs that are lost. But I think, you know, one of the things that we talked about, and, and Fred Goff uh, from Jobcase actually talked about this in his presentation, the AI Summit at TA Tech, was that, Robots and algorithms are not going to take jobs right out of the gate. They're going to take tasks, right? Um, Now, this is, in this case, there are jobs that are going to be lost because I'm sure there is a person at night. Well, someone's got to wash the floors. Does the floors, yeah. Jobs will be lost for sure. The autonomous scanning and that kind of stuff, those are tasks that other people do right now, I believe. They don't have they don't have like uh, any autonomous robots that are going through and actually stocking the shelves, right. but they are doing inventory, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like you know th- there are tasks that are going to be gone, but yeah, there, there are definitely jobs that are going to be gone. My question through. is, how long is it going to take before someone goes into the recreational section of Walmart, grabs an aluminum baseball bat, and takes it to one of these robots? Because <laughs> you know that's going to happen, or grabs a spray can paint from the uh, paint aisle and writes, you know, fuck the robots on one yeah. of these robots. It's, they look a little bit like if you're a uh, Doctor Who fan, the, the yeah. robots in there that say delete or whatever, I forget the name of them. But yeah, they look a little bit like that. They're uh, they're begging for a little beat down with an aluminum bat. Yeah, the thing is they're in store, so I think people will be a little reticent to, to, to take a, knowing that now there's cameras. you've seen some like, YouTube videos yeah. of people yeah. doing crazy ass yeah. shit in, I, in they, Walmart, right? It, it just won't be as prevalent as, as, as I think you think it, it, it will be. I think the Amazon drones that are delivering packages, I yeah. think those things are just going to have fucking bullseyes on them, dude. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a whole new sport. Oh, like yeah. Robot bashing, <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, let's move into one of your favorite topics, minimum wage increases. Huh. All right. This time we get uh, news from out of Bank of America. Uh, they aim to raise the minimum wage to $20 an hour by 2020. Wow. Working That's its fast. way toward that goal, the bank will begin by increasing uh, wages to $17 an hour this May. Wow. That's a nice little bump there. Yeah. Bank of America's minimum wage has come up by $4 since 2010. Uh, the 2017 tax overhaul has led other banks to raise their minimum wage uh, as well, including J.P. Morgan Chase, which says it pays some workers between 15 and 18 dollars an hour. I am not familiar with the 2017 tax overhaul and what it means to banks, um, but this is sort of a combination of government intervention and sort of the banks making the choice themselves to raise minimum wage. So I think we can both agree we might we might be in sync on this story. Here's the thing, though. They are, from an optics standpoint, it just makes a hell of a lot of sense. And, and obviously, if they're going to $20, then they're probably paying their people pretty 
well right now, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is this is a great way once again to hopefully push regulation away. Yep. So instead of regulating fifteen a fifteen dollar wage across the board, minimum wage across the board, yep. this is it, you can say, well, Amazon's doing it, um, Target's doing it. Uh, you know, it's $20 here, so maybe they can push it away. So I think this might be a part of that um, and saying, hey, get off my lawn. Yeah, I mean, clearly this is indicative of market forces saying, you know what, 15 isn't enough. We need to up it even more if we're going to retain top talent, recruit the best people. So to me, this is this is some great indica- indication that the market is moving even beyond the, the government regulation uh, to give people a higher wage and recruit sort of the best talent. And it's hard to get talent right now. It is. I have a real life story. Uh, I'm a I'm a Chase banker, uh-huh. and we have uh, a Chase near our house. Um, and they have in the Indianapolis area, they are they're basically automating four branches uh, of the of Chase. So w- the one in our neighborhood is is basically automating. Okay. So the only people in there are going to be sort of loan officers, sort of the big the big ticket items. Okay. And as you walk in, it's like Mc- they're McDonald's basic, kiosks, basic, but there are nobody. There's nobody taking orders. There are no tellers whatsoever. Uh-huh. So you go in. Uh, there's two kiosks. You do your entire banking through that. For now, they have someone sort of helping you oh, do yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. But the goal is you'll eventually just get used to this yes. thing. So. While they are increasing wages, yes. they, are, they are also taking people out of the equation. So there is some balance there that jobs will be lost, yep. but the best of the best will be enjoying higher wages, apparently. Yeah. And we've already talked about this at McDonald's, right? Where they're doing that now. It's the whole liaison to, we just actually just stopped and got yourself some breakfast burritos and you we did use one. Unashamedly, <laughs> the breakfast burritos are quite tasty at McDonald's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you walk in, this is a little, another funny side story. Yeah. So we're on vacation, uh, with the family last week. So it's my three kids, wife and me, and we walk into a McDonald's, uh, that no one is in as far as ordering people are at the tables eating. Yeah. But my wife defaults to the ordering screen and I'm thinking, there's no one in line. Like, let's just walk up and order. Uh-huh. My wife rarely agrees with me, but in this case, she did. Yeah. So this, the kiosk might be great if there's a huge crowd, but if there's not many people, it's much easier to say, I'll have the number two with a Coke. However, she loves the mobile app. Yeah. The mobile app where you order on there, uh-huh. you pull in, you know, it knows you're there, yeah. the food's out in five minutes. That's a pretty solid it, it's a tra- solid It's solution. a training thing, so it's routine. So what they do is they want you to go. It doesn't matter if people are in line or not. They want you to go there first just from a process standpoint so they don't have to have cashiers, and they just have the people who bring the order. That's it. Here's what I want to see. I want to see facial recognition on these things. And I want to walk into no, the store. It's already done, dude. No, it's they're not doing orders. No, no, they are. No, no, okay, not they in might not, be. not in McDonald's, but I go to a place called Fresh Take um, in downtown Columbus. Is that a restaurant? It, it, yeah, and the only way that you can order is through a kiosk. There is not a person. Okay, and you can save your order for later by your phone number. Or facial recognition. Yeah. So you can walk up, facial recognition. I'll just have what I had last time. Boom. That's what I want to see. I want to walk into McDonald's. Hello, Mr. Cheeseman. Already happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not happening enough lately, but eventually yeah. we get to a point where. Hello, Mr. Cheeseman. 
eventually it'll be like you'll pull up and your whatever will be like yeah. welcome back to McDonald's Mr. Cheeseman would you like can your we get same you your order? regular like yeah. yes please and as you're walking in they're cooking it anyway wow I kind of like that world and I'm a little bit creeped out by it it's commercial time Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. It's showtime. Moving on to the next story, and I guess uh, this is the last one. We're going to okay. end on this. Okay. And if we both, you love this idea. I will probably love it in a few years. Oh, dear, I love All it. All right. Dad creates app that locks kids' phones until they message their parents back. Yes. yes. Discuss. Yes. So when you have teenagers, you are the least important person in their life, in the world. Right? <laughs> I mean... So getting a text back in some cases is almost fucking impossible. And I have to remind them, we pay for your phone. Uh -huh. Do you have an example <laughs> of maybe an urgent situation where they were like, you like, I have to talk to you soon or well, I need a response it, soon and they just ignore you? And again, you want to know where your kids are at, right? And yeah. they're teenagers, so they're out and about doing their thing. So when you're like, when are you going to be home, right? Right. Where are you at? Who you with? That kind of thing. Uh -huh. You, I mean, those are things that you want to know. And when you get the, oh, you know, oh, sorry, I didn't see that. Or, yeah. you know, my, my, my phone's, my phone's slow with the texts. <laughs> uh, I mean, my battery always, was low. I turned yeah. it off. It was on sleep mode because I mean, we were in the movie. Always an or... excuse. So you give me this app and they have no fucking choice but to respond to you so that they can use their phone and do Snapchat in Insta yeah. and take 40,000 goddamn selfies. How mad does it make you when you've texted them and in between texting them and not getting a response, they've posted stuff on Instagram or wherever else? Like, yeah. does that just get under your skin? How could it like, not? Like, really, you've got time to post a selfie but not reply to your yeah. dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Have you threatened to take the phone away until they reply in a quick fashion? Oh yeah, oh oh, oh yeah. And what's still, what's how's that? Where's that? So go? That, that that that's a double-edged sword now because Julie is like, well, look, like Tristan has an iPhone, Emma has uh, she has a an Android, yep, and she'll say, well, I can see where he's at because she's got like Friend Finder and yep. she can see where he's at. Yep. So if he doesn't have his phone, right? But I'm like, yeah, I totally get it, but he's still. I feel like it's a disrespect if your dad or your mom reaches out to you. You get back with them, yeah. right? I'm not asking them to constantly message me, but when I message them, I respond. I, I expect it seems like you could have an extreme enough punishment that they would. No, no. nothing works. 
Yeah, they're teenagers, dude. Just excuses. They're they're teenagers, dude. So we both love this app. Oh yeah, and you're gonna <laughs> love it in a few years. I, I promise. <laughs> yeah. So we bought our 12 year old uh, an iPhone. Um, we fi- 12's kind of an okay age, I yeah. guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, you should start learning some um, some manners, I guess. And and it actually is good because when we were on vacation and we were at a museum, uh-huh. we said, "Hey, Cole." Go do whatever the hell you want. We'll, yeah. we'll text you when we're ready. Um, and he was pretty responsive and responsible. Yeah. Imagine if he was in a museum in Chicago yep. and he didn't respond. Well, if I'm there waiting for him with a two-year-old that's melting down, there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, any other way. Yeah, it would be very frustrating. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you could just leave him and say, get you know, find yourself, get yourself <laughs> back home. So You have the Uber app. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's the flip side, right? Like fine we're out of here get yourself home yeah anyway all right so the app is called respond asap which is an appropriate name for this app uh it looks like it's for both iphone and android so if you're out there and this is an issue for you download the app again that's respond asap lock your kids phones if they don't reply to you via text totally done and with that we out we out This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you, and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.